Welcome to another episode of the OC Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we're going to continue on with our watching of the OC Podcast. Today's episode is season one, episode 18. 18, right? Yep. Yeah. The truth, as always, I am joined by my partner here, Kenzie. How are you today? I'm good. This episode, you know, it did some things for me. Um, I-, I won't lie to you. I've watched the show maybe seven or eight times all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and like at the beginning of the episode, I was like, oh, next week's is the episode I really like. And then like Marissa put this shirt on and I remember the shirt in the specific instance at oh, the I end of the that. episode. And I was like, holy shit, it's this episode. And you know that whole thing with Michael Scott where he's like, it's happening, it's happening, calm down. <laughs> that was me in my living room alone watching this with my dog. I like that. Uh, yeah, um, I, I was trying to v- vaguely remember myself. I'm like, we're an episode or two away from the big one, right? I do find it crazy that season one had 27 episodes, right? That's like a random number. You know what I mean? It, it just, it's random. But when I was looking, I was like, oh, because again, I don't read, I try not to look at the synopsis until whenever we talk about the episode, obviously, because, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's funny. But um, this week's synopsis is not terrible. Oh boy. I mean, it really isn't. Um, it's literally like a sentence. So, oh, I like it. it. Yeah, exactly. Um, this week's episode, season one, episode 18, is called The Truth. Um, now sure of the truth, Ryan races against time to keep Oliver from hurting himself or Marissa. Oh, that's good. It's solid, but. At the same, it kind of gives a little something, something. You know what I mean? Like, it um bothers me a little because yes, Ryan knows the truth, but does that really matter? As is a theme throughout this episode, that like it doesn't matter. Oh. Kind of yeah. like I just want to say, for the record, I know Luke has been on Ryan's side, but even in this episode, he doesn't address that he agrees with Ryan to anyone until it's too late exactly like i think if in previous episodes instead of just siding only to ryan in front of only ryan i don't trust this guy yeah like say that in front of marissa too like he waits till there's no one around and like when he finally addresses it in this episode i'm like it's like six episodes too late bro like but i have a serious question um everyone knows he got arrested for cocaine Mm -hmm. and no one's like maybe he's unstable Right. It literally just happened. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not like it was, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's, like, I'm all about giving people second chances, but he... This wouldn't be his second chance. <laughs> Ryan is on probation, as Sandy brings up. Do right. you want, would Marissa not be like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't expose my boyfriend who's on probation and at risk of losing everything, being around this guy that just tried to buy cocaine? I... Th- it's sad because like Marissa has went from like summer was the dumbest character, dumbest written character on the show to now Marissa. And in the end, like the first five minutes, they prove that she is not dumb summer. Oh my and God. And they yes. prove that Marissa is super dumb. Exactly. Oh my even, God. There's yes. even a moment at the very end of the episode where someone else surprisingly brings up Marissa's dumb and I could not stop laughing. So exactly. it was like, yeah, yeah. Never thought I'd be agreeing with this guy, but here I am. <laughs> Close my mind. Episode opens. 
Ryan's My first note is I want the Cohen's house. <laughs> exactly. It's just so nice. Ryan's heartbroken. Ryan's suspended. Yes. Pending to hear if he's going to be expelled. Yes. Which um, I have a question that goes throughout the whole episode. When yes. you're suspended, do you not do schoolwork? I thought you did just at home. But he's like not doing anything every time they show him. Nothing. I thought you did schoolwork just like at your like at home. Yeah. I I was blown away. Like he he wasn't. I mean, when you're suspended, you're not even allowed to go up to the school, but we'll deal with that later. Much, much, much later. But, like, they have another but, child at the school that could have brought in home work for him. Like, right, exactly. Because, like, if you got in-school suspension, you were in that little room, and, like, yeah. you would do classwork. Exactly. I thought, like, expelled was the only time you don't do schoolwork. Yeah, because expelled, know. you if just anybody, have no school to go to. <laughs> yeah, if anybody's listening that was ever suspended, no judgment, it happens. Yeah. Please let me know if you do schoolwork. Yeah. I could probably Google this, I guess. But it was just, like, bothering me that, like, they showed him quite often at home doing nothing. And I was, like... Laying in bed, just... Also, if I were in trouble, my parents gave me extra chores and all this housework to do. They have a massive house. There's a lot to do, I'm sure. And, like, we haven't seen their housekeeper, Rosa, since the very second episode. So, like, who's doing the housework? Exactly. It's not Seth. Oh yeah, we know it's not. We know it's not Seth. It's I definitely not Seth. I had a problem here. Ryan tries to explain himself to Sandy. He doesn't let him. No, it was. And to me, he kind of like he called Sandy and did the right thing when um, Oliver got caught with trying to buy cocaine. Right. And he involved an adult and was like, "This is bad." And to me. We talked about this and they let them all go to Palm Springs and they were like, do we know anything about Oliver? I'm like, other than the fact that he got arrested trying to buy cocaine and Sandy had to bail him out and his parents didn't even bother to show up. Yeah. And then it's like, they don't even care. And then this whole thing's happening. And I swear there's been like four or five instances where Ryan has tried to tell Sandy, I don't trust this kid. And 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 like, the theme of the the episode is, why didn't you come to me? Yes. And then um, he brought it up in front of Dr. Kim and then Dr. Kim turned it around on him and was like, you also came from an unstable home. Right. Like all this other stuff, which I understand. But to me, Ryan knows him better than anyone else, even though there's a differ of like background with wealth. But Ryan knows what it's like to be a troubled kid and making right and wrong decisions exactly because when ryan got in the car with his brother in the pilot episode he was like this is wrong and that's what Mm -hmm. establishes that ryan is a good kid who just got like was in the wrong yeah situation exactly but oliver is wealthy which they've established and his parents don't care for him which is probably why he makes such poor decisions but like ryan would know better than anyone like hey like i had a messed up family life but I knew when situations were wrong and right, and I can see this kid sucks. Sandy would know too, right? Like, yeah, he like has Sandy dealt with these kids his entire life. He's a lawyer. He gets these kids. Like, out I'm sorry, of Sandy in the last episode was like, "This kid is not funny about Danny," but cannot right. pick up on the fact that Oliver <laughs> is a psychopath. <laughs> and so Sandy's kind of giving him the rundown. Like, you're on probation. Mm-hmm. You can get it taken away from us still. Like, we're still in this situation yeah. where you can right. get 
And he basically says, next time you think about raising your fist, think about opening your mouth. And I'm like, he, he's trying to tell you that this kid is messed up and you're literally like, zip it. <laughs> Not even listening to him. But then the funniest part about this whole thing is, so we, the next scene cuts to Summer and Marissa talking. And out of everyone, Sandy, Kirsten, Caleb, Seth, Mer- Summer is the one who understands? And calls, calls him out. Call, I mean, calls her out. Like, she's like, he thinks that Oliver is in love with me. And Summer is in me? <laughs> Thank you. And then, and then Marissa's like, no, we're just friends. And I'm like, okay, first off, if you're getting this defensive, that means you know. Exactly. And it bothers you, but you don't want to address it because you like him as a friend, which I don't understand. No. Um, because every time they show them talking this episode, Marissa seems like, like, back off, relax, bro. She's creep, and I'm like, like, she's creeped out, but at the same time, she's like, all right, I'm going to So I'm it. like, what is the plus side? I mean, I don't know. But then Marissa's like going on and on and on about like Ryan punch him for no reason. And Summer's like, sure, Ryan's violent, but like, would he, he's not stupid. Like he's not going to punch him for no reason. (laughs) And then Marissa's like, no, he just, that's what he does. He doesn't talk. He just punches. And then Summer's like, I don't think that's true. Like, (laughs) she's like, like, think about Luke. Like he was being mean to you behind your back. Yeah. And you know who saw it? Ryan. Exactly. And she's like, even Luke acknowledges that now. And Marissa's like, well, it's different. And Summer's like, is it? Like, It took us 17 episodes in like five minutes for Summer. And now she's the smartest person in the entire world. Also, side note, she has a Birkin bag. And I'm like, she's in high school. Why does she have a Birkin bag? I mean, it's like a house payment. So like, what's going on? Like. She's, remember, she just runs the credit. It's lunchtime. My dad gave me the credit card. So but you sure can't she- even just get a Birkin bag with a credit card. There's a waiting list. It's a whole thing. Yeah. How does she have a Birkin bag? <laughs> Explain. So the two things that we need to find out after this episode so far, guys, are one, do you do work whenever you have out-of-school suspension? And two, how did Summer get the Birkin bag? Exactly. Um. And then, of course, Summer tries to hang out with Marissa, but then, of course, she's hanging out with Oliver doing everything. I just, like, like Summer looks so sad, and she's like, oh when God, are we so... going to hang out? And I'm like, they're the weirdest best friends ever. <laughs> we talk about this so much, about how they're the worst best friends I just feel ever. like Summer's not really ever there for Marissa, and then, like, like, she tries to be there for Marissa, and then Marissa, like, pushes her away. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, Summer had this look on her face, like, I just want to be your stupid fucking friend. <laughs> and Marissa's like, well, Oliver, the guy that isn't in love with me, demands yeah. I'm with him 24-7. And Summer's going through some stuff right now. Yeah, and, you know like, what I mean? Summer keeps saying Seth Cohen, Seth Cohen, Seth Cohen. And I'm like, she's saying his full name because she's going crazy. So can you, like, pick up on that? Like, yes. Like, be a good like, friend. Be like, oh, okay, hey, Oliver, I can't come over tonight. And then or, he's like, oh, hear me you out. can't come hear over? Hear me out. She invited Ryan to come over to the hotel with Oliver. Why didn't she just invite Summer? Exactly. Right? Like, like if someone was like, hey, want to go to this hotel with me and order room service and do homework? I'd be like, hell yeah. Like, the only person that forced Marissa to be friends with her friends is Oliver. 
Yeah, like I just don't. I don't get it. Why it's don't we invite Luke and Summer and Anna and Seth and everybody, but you? Like, but no, I'm gonna go over there by myself to this guy's house who completely is wrecking havoc on my entire existence. I just don't get how she doesn't see like what's happening. It's blinding and maddening. That's um, so weird. Anna and Seth, man, oh man. He's so dismissive to her. So sad. And she keeps, like, giving him this look where I'm like, is he also having this Marissa thing where he just can't see? Like, I'm so confused. Oh, my. It's, because it's the thing every, the entire yeah, I think every man has been on the receiving end of the looks that Anna's giving Seth. <laughs> exactly. And, entire like, episode. if I give my husband that look, he's like, oh, shit, what did I do? Like, immediately. Right. I mean, but like, this, yeah, they're not married, but, like, they're, like, they've been around each other enough to where he knows that's not a good thing. And she gives it to him, like, five times in this episode. Yeah, and she... And Sandy picks up on it. Yeah, that's what bothers me, is that Sandy picks up. But then again, Sandy's married, so right. he knows so he, uh, better. Yeah, he, yes. But I just don't get it. But also, like, what bothers me the most is Seth made a decision. He's the one that chose Anna. <laughs> Yes. Like you could have picked Summer. I right. don't get it. Ugh. I don't get it. But I just love how awkward it is when Anna and Seth run into Marissa and Summer. Oh, and weird. they're like, you know what? This is awkward, but it doesn't mean we can't be friends now that Ryan and Marissa aren't dating. But then Oliver must know and just appears. And he's so uncomfortable. And Summer's face this whole time is hilarious. He's, she's, he's, like Oliver rolls up out of nowhere by the, the way out of fattest, nowhere fattest lip I've ever seen and he's like a psychopath he's like what's up this weekend we going to Mammoth like what's up what's up what's up and then Summer's face is just like can you please stop fucking talking like <laughs> and they're like your lip and then he says this line so creepily and like locks eye contact with Marissa and mm. it's really weird and he just it's talking about looking sexy and not scary. And I'm like, it looks infected. Like, I think you should go to the nurse. Like, I don't know why you don't have a Band-Aid on it. Like, one of those little stitch Band-Aids. Yes. And then the, he, Marissa and him walk away. And Summer's kind of just like, I can't believe, like, he got what he wanted. Like, he got Marissa all to himself. Yeah. And, and it's just weird. Yes. But it's also weird because I'm like, this must suck for Summer because, like, this is kind of why throughout the episode she, like, leeches onto Seth because, like, she doesn't have a friend to talk to about it. But what drives me nuts is, can she not just go talk to Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. I Like, Ryan wouldn't understand more than anyone, and it would probably make Ryan feel better if Marissa's best friend, in air quotes, was like, (laughs) you know what? I also don't trust this guy. Yes, and that's it's the thing. really like, weird. So we got Luke, we've got Summer, and of course we have Ryan. But we have Luke and Summer, two people that have been shown as the dumbest people on the show for seventeen episodes. Picking are now up on it, the smartest people on the show. Seth, who you would consider the smartest, smartest out of everybody on the show, is blinded by it. I also don't get that. Like, so Luke and Summer are were believed to know, have known Marissa the longest, which is probably why they see it the most. Right. But, like, 
isn't Seth normally like a good judge of character also? Very much so. Like, he hate, I don't... He's hate, he hated Luke from the moment... Go, I mean, obviously he's picking on him and stuff like that too, but like he just... He would look... Whenever he would introduce Ryan to people when they first got to the school... He was like, was this like, guy, this guy, this guy, this yes. guy. Like, and like, I don't know, like Seth trusted Ryan right away. And not because he just desperately wanted a friend, but he knew Ryan was different than everyone else around him. Exactly. And I just, and it's like, he knew Anna wasn't just some uppity brat right away. Like, right. he is a good judge of character. And it's not so like I just Seth don't is, get it. it's not like Seth is poor, so like Oliver's money means something to him. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like yeah. that. He's, he can't be blinded by this, oh my God, lavish lifestyle, considering, look at their house. Yeah. Hello. So it's not like that does. either. So it doesn't make any sense. Like, it does not make any sense that Luke and Summer are the only two that make any sense on this show right now. I don't really know what's going on right now. Um, let's see. Sandy's questioning life right now. I hate it. It makes me really uncomfortable. He's like having lunch with Kirsten in her office. He's like, was this a mistake? And she's like, what, letting Ryan stay home alone? He's like, no, just bringing him home in general. I'm like, what? I didn't. It was unnecessary. It was, it was weird. Because if anybody that would have never questioned it, he would be that guy. Yeah. And it's weird that, like, Kirsten didn't even go there because she's just, like, he's part of our family now. Yes. And it's, like, you truly don't think he's part of your family if you're, like, should I have brought him home? Yeah. Should I have? Yeah. It's, like, people that get dogs just to take pictures of them or something. Like, it made me really uncomfortable. Like, I was, like, I don't need this. I was gladly welcoming the chaos that ensued of all these men and coveralls coming in, picking up furniture, like, we got a work order, you got to get out of here. Just like, excuse me. And Julie comes in. (laughs) Julie comes in like, oh, no, you're not supposed to be here. I'm remodeling. Like, (laughs) remodeling? Like, get out of here. And then I love that Caleb comes in furious. He's like, Kiki, my desk. And Julie's like, it'll be done by the time lunch is over. (laughs) Like, let's go to lunch. I love how he... Like yells at Chris Kirsten for it, you know what I mean? But it's when Julie's they... fault. Exactly. Like... Um, and then they're at home. Um, and then of course it, Kirsten's gonna move. Is gonna work from home now, right? Which is so I don't understand the transition of like nobody saw her take all her stuff out. That Julie's like surprised that she's working that she's from re- home. Right. It's I think very of course, weird. The line of the episode. Um, Julie goes, we're celebrating my new position. And Sandy goes, I'm not touching that one. It's so funny. Oh, man. Here comes your buddy. Well, so I have a lot of problems with this lunch scene with um, Oliver and yeah. Marissa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where is Summer? One. Where is she? Two. He is so defensive and like so like antagonizing of the situation and she looks so deeply uncomfortable. Yes. And I'm like, how is she not like, is this what Ryan was talking about? Like, and then Luke out of all people, I don't get the whole like Luke just sits down to have lunch with them. <laughs> it's really weird, um, but I'll take it. But then um, Oliver's talking about how Marissa can't go to her mom's because she'll be next to Ryan. 
And Luke is kind of just like, isn't it like Marissa's decision? Like, what are you talking about? Like, why, like, why are you saying this? And then he's like, well, Marissa. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Can Marissa talk to me? Or is like that not allowed? And then Marissa's phone starts ringing and it's Ryan. Yeah. And Luke is like, you're not going to answer. And she's like, no. And then Luke and Oliver kind of get in a little kissy. Yeah. And then Luke is just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm leaving. (laughs) He just bolts. Like, he's like, goodbye. But I think, I just don't get, like, (laughs) I I, I just don't. He just gives up really fast. And then Ryan leaves a message asking Mm -hmm. Marissa to meet up with him in the library after school. And the only reason we know this is because Oliver listens to it and erases it. Didn't flip phones have, like, a passcode on your voicemail? Yes. And then, I I don't know. I, I just... Yes, I, I had a, for me, I don't really leave, especially when I'm out, right? I'm not going to just leave my out. phone. Exactly. If I'm at my house, whatever, I'll, I, you know, I'll leave it somewhere, whatever. But if I'm at lunch or if I'm at school, I'm not just going to drop my phone and leave it there and then- For anyone for, to exactly. use. So then we get transitioned into another awkward ass scene with Seth and Anna. Seth and Anna, um, you know, Seth's trying to kind of break apart with Anna right then. He's going to go check on Ryan. She says, I'll go with you. And he's like, no, I'll just do it. And then Summer arrives. And then all, all of a sudden, he wants to do all the things that he was trying to get out of with Anna. Yes. No, and Anna kind of just like looks at him. And she's like, I thought you had to check on Ryan. And then you see Ryan yes. walking and he's like, wait a minute, I gotta go. And he yep. is genuinely, like, worried. Mm-hmm. And I agree with Seth. I'm like, what are you doing here? Do you really have to meet up with her here? Ryan leaves this house a lot. I just, want, I thought they didn't have a lot of car. Like, I thought they didn't have an extra car. And that's why Marissa always took him. Because, yeah, because at the end of the, near the end of the episode, he has the keys. It's really weird. I don't get it. If yeah. I were in trouble and out school suspension, I don't think I would have car keys if easily accessible to no. me. Um, home right now too, so that makes it even worse. How did he just leave the house without Sandy and Kirsten knowing about it? Because remember, they're at home because Kirsten is working from home. Even if one of them left for lunch or whatever it was, I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, but then Oliver shows up mm. instead in the library. of. Uh, Mm-hmm. Marissa and he's like Marissa wants nothing to do with you Marissa's gonna get a restraining order and Ryan as the hilarious Cohen mm-hmm. he is is like well you would know a lot about that um, <laughs> so funny but Oliver's straight up lying here but he's yeah. very vindictive he's really scary he's not being aloof anymore he's being straight up like <sighs> scary old hearted man and um, he's like, Marissa doesn't want to talk to you. Don't call her. Don't show up. Don't do anything. Wants nothing to do with you. And then he just leaves. And he's like, this is over. And Ryan's like, this is not over. And I'm like, okay, you're already suspended. Can you relax? Like, yeah, He says it's just begun. It's like, all right, dude. Like, I understand what you're saying. And it's cool and all. But just like, let's take just a little bit of a chill pill, man. Like, you're, you're scared. Like, think <laughs> about your nice. future. Exactly. Uh, oh, man. I didn't understand. Like, Ryan's a loose cannon. I understand it in some aspects, right? You know what I mean? It's a but, dawn. 
the dot in him. It's yeah. So Taylor Taylor Handley, that's his name. Okay, the guy that plays Oliver is fantastic, right? You know what I mean? Like he, I hate him. I mean, <laughs> I mean, obviously yes, but. In this episode, like he flipped that switch. This episode, right? He went to yeah. like crazy, crazy madman, especially in this scene. And I was very like, "Holy cow!" Like that was really good. Like that was I was. A... But Ryan with the one liner back, he's like, "It's over," and he's like, "It's just begun." And it's like, "Oh, okay, all right." right. It's really funny because I'm always like, "This is just a teen drama," but then I always understand the soap opera thing. Yes, and stuff like this happens because I'm like, "Yes." But I love, um, Julie wants to carpool to the office with Kirsten and Kirsten's like, I'm working from home and in a robe. And Sandy's like, you have to talk to Caleb about the thing. Yes. Which is about Julie. Yeah. And so Kirsten goes to get dressed and Ryan decides to talk to Julie. Yep. And she has a pretty funny line. She's like, (laughs) the boy who lives in the pool house warning me about the boy who lives in the penthouse. It's such a Julie thing because, like, that's all oh. she cares about. She doesn't care about, like, a person. But it's really funny because in this conversation, Julie's very dismissive and, like, doesn't care. And to me, I'm, like, typical Julie. Like, she's right. worried about herself, not anything yeah. else. But we find out later something else. Yes. It's funny because she goes, aren't you? Aren't you supposed to be at school? He's like, I got suspended. And she goes, shocker, who did you punch? <laughs> It's really funny. And then he's like, I guess you haven't talked to Marissa in a while. Yeah. And then she kind of turns it around and it's like, I guess you really haven't talked to Marissa in a while. <laughs> so it's funny. really funny. Their banters are always great, right? You know they have I mean? really great um, chemistry, yeah. the actors. Yeah, it's always, and it's because it's always sarcastic. It's always like very demeaning to each They're other. They're always like, even before social distancing, like keep six <laughs> feet away from me. Like they don't want to touch each other. Like, but it's really funny because like, like Ryan has pointed out, Marissa or Julie is from somewhere similar to Ryan. Yes. So like he knows the real Julie. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. He knows like, and that he knows how to he knows how to get to her too. You know what I mean? Yeah. He push her butt. Because he yeah. he also is like a fish out of water in the situation. Doesn't want to yep. lose. Like, but to Julie, it's much more. But it's just really <laughs> funny. Like, it's fantastic. I also keep forgetting that Julie dyed her hair like really red, and every time she pops up on screen, I'm like, why is her hair so red? <laughs> Oh, good. Um, Oliver. Is a baby, let me tell you. A baby. Like, Marissa doesn't want to ditch school, doesn't want to ditch therapy, better her life. He's like, like, come on. Like, grow up. He sounded just like that. He sounded just like that. I I swear he did. I Um, hate him. He's basically complaining and crying that Marissa won't ditch school, ditch therapy, make her mom mad. Yeah, like, but then they, again, she doesn't there's, anyway. no fucking, there's no warning signs. No warning signs here. Like he's basically crying that she won't do all this bad things to go hang out with him. But then she dishes anyway. And the camera pans to Luke and Seth watching. The smartest them. man on the show and the least smartest person on the show. You figure out who I'm talking about right now. And. But. Luke is kind of like, you know what? I don't trust that guy. Like, where are they going? And Seth is like, don't you start to. You sound just like Ryan. And Luke is like, no, listen. Like, I don't trust him. Yeah. And he's like, have you ever met Natalie? And they start talking about this Natalie Bishop, Mm -hmm. Oliver's ex-girlfriend. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? She said that she went to this other high school. I'm going to ask around. Step for some friends well, at the okay, water it's really funny that this would not happen now because of social media. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It would have been a. It would have been a. Hey, like. Let okay. me pull up Instagram. Oh. But let's like, be real. And if this was this day and age, uh, Oliver would have had a fake Natalie Bishop Facebook account. Probably. But you know I mean, like saying? they would have no pictures together. Oh come on! He would have. He would have probably photoshopped some or, or or something. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's, he's come on. He's a psychopath. People would have um, caught on to his lies a lot earlier. Um, Kirsten and Caleb. Um, this is hilarious to me. I well, just, so she comes in and she's like, "Dad, can I talk to you about something?" And he's like, "What? What? I'm busy." And she's like, "It's Julie." And he's like, "Close the door." <laughs> and he is like, and he the second the door closes, he's like, "She's driving me crazy." And Kirsten's face is like, what? Because Kirsten is nervous to have this conversation. Yeah. And, you know, he thinks that they're, you know, they're a couple. They're, she's working for him. So yeah. It's like, it's like a, oh, my God, I have to have this grown folk conversation with my dad. And then um, it sounds like Caleb is like, let's fire her. And yes. then Kirsten starts to realize he means, I don't want you to fire her. I want you to break up with her for me. <laughs> Best ever. Such a Caleb move. It really is, too. Um, it's just so awful. <laughs> so funny, though. It's, he just gets started. He's like, the way he says, close the door. And it was, it was so, it's funny so funny. Because it was a very, like, it, it was a different side of Caleb that we have really kind of yet to see. Kind of, like, we know he's somewhat fun and goofy. At, but here, he just was like, I'm at wit's end with Julie Cooper. Like, I need this chick gone forever. <laughs> it's so funny. Now we transition to the scene we are talking about earlier with Seth and Summer. Um, he is uh, trying to... Seth, sorry, Seth, Summer, and Anna. You can't say one without the other two <laughs> um, right now. He is learning her up on the trades of comic books. Summer has a new family investment into comic books, which is obviously driving a wedge between... Seth and Anna's relationship. And while this is happening, our good dear friend Sandy walks into the room and realizes what Seth is doing to Anna. Uh, Anna's very standoffish, um, very frustrated, makes the faces that we've talked about, I don't know, maybe four times already in this 30 minutes of the episode so far. And um, yeah. Uh, it's it's quite interesting. Then we have a tra- scene, the transition where Anna goes into the kitchen with Sandy. It's I- really sad. It's so sad. I so Anna's always established that she's like more mature than everyone else on the show that's their age. Yep. And she's kind of talking to Sandy, and at first she's kind of like, just you know, I always thought like I was the only one with these interests, and then she's like do you and Mrs. Cohen have a lot in common? And he's like, well, we both love Seth. <laughs> and he's like, that's pretty much it. And she's like, what do you think the key to a successful relationship is? <laughs> Which is like really awkward to ask your boyfriend's dad, I imagine. Like I know that she knows he's picking up on it, but it's just like really weird to ask that. I was... <laughs> This and then I love that Kirsten is. keeps coming in, like, <laughs> help me with the groceries. Like, you don't help me with the groceries. You're not going to eat dinner. Like, 
And then Sandy keeps being like, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And then eventually Seth comes in the kitchen and Anna's like, you know what? I will get the groceries because Seth goes, can, is it cool if Summer stays for dinner? While Anna's standing right there. Not can my girlfriend Anna stay for dinner. Not even can Anna and Summer both stay for dinner. It's right. can Summer stay for dinner. Can Summer stay for dinner. Oh my God. I, <laughs> this entire and then, sequence. And then I don't remember what Sandy hits him with. He hits him with something, like, over the head. And he's like, what are you doing? And yeah. he's like, what? And he doesn't think he has done anything wrong here. And it's really uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden, Luke comes in carrying groceries. <laughs> I don't know. Like, where'd Luke come from? It's really weird. Also, like, if Ryan is in trouble, why are they letting him have visitors? He just looks... Everybody just, everybody's at the Cohen household right now. And, Everybody like, is. it makes no sense to me. Like, not that I had a sibling close in age. But, like, my brother and sister are twins, and, like, when one of them was in trouble, the other one couldn't really have people over because then the other one would hang out with them. Right. I don't know. It was really weird. But basically, Luke comes in, and he's like, you know what? Um, hey, I talked to people at Oliver's old school. Um, there's no Natalie Bishop. Yep. And Ryan is like, it's on. And um, I don't see Luke leave. It's really weird. He kind of just disappears does he walks out the pool house it's really weird because we go back inside we go back inside i don't see him being like bye cohen's like it's weird yes um and then they show everyone at the table summer anna sandy (laughs) kirsten seth and they're all sitting by the way Mm -hmm. also there's no more chairs left just want to point that out um let's go get ryan for dinner well where's ryan going to sit but why did Seth, why did Sandy sit and then say, you know what, I'm gonna go get Ryan? Like, wouldn't you be like, where the fuck is Ryan, the one that's right. grounded and in trouble? Like, I would have been at. The, if I would have been, if I'm in trouble, right? I'd be I'm helping be, in the kitchen. Exactly. I would be showing my table. face because when I never really got in trouble, I was like a really like goody two shoes, like annoying kid. Um, but when I did get in trouble, I would be super annoying to my parents. So they'd be like, you can go wherever you want, just get out oh, of my uh, hair. Yep. Yep. You're everywhere they turn around. So that yep. way they're like, can you please go? Like, yes. I don't want you here. Yeah. I get and that. And you know Ryan would know that. to do this. Same way I am. Um, but then uh, they don't show Sandy realize that Ryan's not there, but no. they show Ryan confronting Marissa, who's pulling up to her house. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? There's, I like that he kind of tries to talk to her and then he gets really upset and he's like, there's no Natalie. Yep. That is not the way I would handle it. Not- I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't understand. It's also not the way Ryan would handle it, which is something, like, I truly don't understand. Um, and then Julie comes out, and Marissa's, like, crying, yelling. Like, I don't even know what she's trying to say, because she's not really forming, like, sentences. She's yeah. just like, you, and you, and she's crying. Yep. And then uh, she's like, you call my mom. And that's how you know that Julie did take what Ryan said earlier to heart a little bit yep. because she confronted the school and Marissa about all of this. Yep. Um, and then Julie comes out and she's like, Marissa, get in the house. You're already in trouble. And then she's like, screw up both of you. And she drives off crying. Um, Just bolts. I, 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 I don't understand. But if I were Julie, I would have just grabbed the keys out of Marissa's hands because then she can't go anywhere. Exactly. That's like, that was my Very thought. weird thing. 
My thoughts exactly. And then once again, um, Sandy is standing in the driveway of the Cohen's house and has seen this whole thing go down, which is just once again, like, Ryan, can you be a little smart? Like, also, why doesn't he just say, like, Sandy, can I talk to you? What do I do? Oliver's been pretending he has this girlfriend. And Luke, why didn't he just grab Luke and be like, can you come talk to Sandy with me? Exactly. Yeah. Ex- because then he could be like, it's not just me. All right. I'm not the only crazy one here. Like, like, like Luke, her ex boyfriend, is and also Summer, worried. And then, wait a minute. Why not? Summer why was you- there. Yeah. Summer's there too. Like, so when Luke's there, which Luke and Summer don't see because each other, and it's just like. I just don't understand because they all just went to Oliver's Palm Springs house where that whole thing went down. Yes. And like, I, I just don't get, like, Ryan has someone in his corner, and this whole thing has been, like, no one believes Ryan. But it's, like, people do. You guys just are not communicating. Nobody's listening. I just think, like, if you're in trouble and no one's believing you, this was the time to be, like, hey, Luke was looking into it because he cares about Marissa. Yes. And he doesn't trust this guy. And he found out that he is lying about this huge thing. 100%. I mean, and, and you have everybody. At, so if you do this at the dinner table, right? Or like when Luke comes into your bedroom, everybody's eating, di- eating dinner, right? He could have just grabbed Sandy and Summer right. very easily. But if I were Ryan, I would have pulled the dramatic move. I've been like, Luke, come to the dinner table. Right, exactly. And in front yeah. of everyone. In front of everybody. And then Summer would have been probably like, yeah, like, Fuck he loves guy. her. Like, like exactly. I like, tried to talk to Marissa and she was like, up your Summer. Like, <laughs> Hang out alone. Like, oh, I don't get man. it. But um, uh, it's just weird. Um, very, very weird. But then um, um, Marissa goes to, Oliver. to Oliver's and she's like, can I stay here? It's very weird. Where is Jimmy in this episode? He's out of town. He's uh, The whole week, though? I thought it was just the weekend. Yeah. I... Because yeah. she was like, I can't go with you over the weekend because my dad's out of town this weekend and I have to stay with my mom. But mm. it's like the school week and where is Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy's just gone. Where, and where is Jimmy? Like, Jimmy ain't got no money. Because she goes, nowhere. I have to go to dinner with my mom tonight because yeah. I thought it was weird because if she was going to dinner with her mom but not staying with her mom, wouldn't she have just met her mom at a restaurant? Right. Because then yeah. they could have taken two separate cars home. Yeah. Um, but then they show Sandy waking Ryan up with coffee and a bagel. And then Kirsten comes in with coffee to wake him up. Yep. It's really funny. They both had the same idea. Rules. And they're kind of like, just talk to us. Just tell us what's going on. I'm like, stop having this conversation and maybe just listen to what he's saying. Hey. Um, I don't know. And then... Luke comes back to their house. Yeah, Luke is all over. I don't. He, he, he drives a, a lot of miles <laughs> in a does, big he, truck. He does. Um, he's probably get like ten miles to the gallon. He's all over town though. He's like, "What did Marissa say?" And he's like, "Well, she got mad and left, and probably went to Oliver's." He's like, "Well, let's go get her." And he's like, "Dude, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, yeah. no one believes me." And I'm like, "Okay, just grab all, like, grab Luke. Grab Luke. Bring him to Sandy." And be like, listen. Sandy. It's not um, me anymore. It's not me. It's it's them. And then, like, 
they cut to Marissa and Oliver having breakfast. He's trying to and, go to Paris. And he's very dramatic about like, she's like, I can't go to Paris. Like He wants to go to Paris right now. Oh, it's just a 15 hour flight. And she's like, um, no, like it's a school week. Like I can't go to Paris. Like, <laughs> maybe. Not and I like that they went from like, we should go to LA for the weekend to <laughs> like, let's go to Paris. Like, and like, but, but, aren't they underage? Like, wouldn't they have to have like their parents sign forms and stuff? To get, like, to get, well, like, yeah, especially this time frame. Like, nowadays, it's easy. Yeah, no, yes, yes. Because, like, I went over, I went to Europe for a school trip and, like, it was a whole thing. Thing, yeah. All these slips. And then Luke calls and Oliver's yeah. like, don't answer that. Yeah. And then Marissa answers and he's like, listen, like, Natalie's not real. And she's like, you too? Yep. And she said, just give me clothes, drop them off, whatever. And he's like, fine, because Luke knows at least that way he can try yeah. to reason with her a little bit, which I think, I think is it's a smart funny that move. Luke's the guy that's getting the clothes back. That's just a weird dynamic. Yeah, but too. I like that he's smart enough to know not to be like, no, screw you, because yes. he knows that's one more way to try to reason with her exactly. instead of just like brushing her to the side. Exactly. Um. Julie did good on Kirsten's office. She, she really likes is it. Blown away by the office. Um, and then she's starting to break the news to Julie, like, um, my dad wants to break up with you. And then yeah. out of nowhere, Caleb walks in. And Julie is hilarious. Oh my god. She is so like, funny. um, Caleb, uh, Kirsten here was in the middle of doing your dirty work for you and she freaks out she's like i quit which is so dumb because if she gotten fired she could have collected unemployment yeah way to go um, there jules just dumb but caleb's super awkward she has a statement where she's i deserve better from both of you what she does kirsten do kirsten i think was like, just trying to stand up and do what her dad asked her to do really i mean yeah but like they should they're like friends at this point you know yes um, we transition to Anna Summer Seth, the the famous trio. Anna's upset. Um, Sandy called. He said Seth, you know, bring Seth to the other room and lays into him. Like, I, mean, I also just want to comment on um, uh, Sandy's really cool dad fit. He has like wet hair from surfing and showering right after. Mm-hmm. He's a Stanford sweatshirt on. Mm-hmm. It's just or Berkeley. No, I feel like it's on Stanford. I think it did say Stanford. Which is weird because that's what they say his name is. And I'm like, Sandy? Yeah. Stanford? And then he went to Berkeley. Why does he have a... Caleb I'm pretty back. sure it was yes, a Stanford sweatshirt. Yeah, maybe he did so you would remember <laughs> his name. Um, but he like goes off on Seth. And to be that? completely fair, I feel like Sandy is correct here. Even though I do think Seth has a point, because Seth is like, I think you're not mad at me. I think you're mad at Ryan. Right. And him not coming to you. So you're like forcing this. Yeah. But at the same time, he is 100% right. Yeah. What are you doing right now, Seth? He's like, you are disrespecting Anna. And he's like, you're my son. And my job is to make sure you don't treat anyone like this, let alone yep. like your girlfriend. Yep. And I just love that at first, Sandy's like, you're hurting her feelings. And he's like, I'm not hurting Summer's feelings. And he's like, Anna, your girlfriend, Anna. <laughs> like, it's so hilarious. So um, and then um, 
I think Seth was flirty, just to yes, say. Yes, 100%. Um, and then, I mean, you got to think about this. This is a girl that he's been in love with his entire life. His entire life. life. Like, and I get it, but to be fair. A little like, bit he, of emotions. I just feel like he had the option. He chose Anna. This is his fault. I do think Anna made the best move, though, because, you know, she just showed up on New Year's. So, like, she kind of forced his hand. You know but, what I mean? Like, he I'm not saying he, he could have. I, I'm, no, 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 I'm not making excuses for I'm just saying she, if Summer would have showed up on, on New Year's, it would have been the same. You know what I mean? Flip flop. But whatever. see, that's not a very good start to a relationship. It doesn't matter who showed <laughs> up. Who show, somebody just, just showed up. That's. <laughs> Uh, and then it cuts to the most awkward parent-child <clears throat> conversation. Um, Luke shows up to get Marissa's stuff, and Julie's crying because of her breakup. Yeah. And Luke and Julie have a moment, and Julie's like, "You should go." And I'm like, "This is so uncomfortable." Yep. And um, I just didn't want to watch it. It was it was super uncomfortable, like. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm okay much. with just moving on. I'm just. I mean, yeah, I. I can't. I don't want to get to that storyline at all. It's, it's weird. Um, Front desk, Marissa. Yeah, Marissa goes down. She's like, "Hey, did someone drop off a bag for me? I'm staying in the penthouse with Oliver Trask." And the concierge gets a phone call, and she's like, "My name's Natalie. Can I put you in hold?" And she notices mm. her name badge also says Natalie, and she's like, "Natalie?" And she's like, "Natalie Bishop." Bishop? And she's like, "Yes." She's like, do you know Oliver? And she's like, yes, I've known him since he was a kid. Um, super awkward. Uh, Question. So, yes. Why does she go back upstairs? Okay, so I have two questions. <laughs> I mean, I understand why she goes back upstairs. She should not have told him or confronted no. him. And, like, no. I know she didn't confront him in, like, an angry way. No, but, but we've like, seen how he acts whenever you... Yeah. So I just don't get why she did this. I think she should have, like, called someone. I don't know. Because, like, they establishes a phone that you can use in the lobby. Yes. And I also don't understand, like, that she realizes this person knows her Oliver well enough, like, since yeah. he was a kid. Right. She could be like, listen, like, I think he's up. Like, I don't think he's doing very well. Yeah. You should call, call his parents. Yeah, call his parents. Like, Somewhere. I don't know. I just feel like she handled this really weirdly. Yeah. He starts beating on himself, hitting himself. Because and... she, she doesn't, like, confront him per se, I guess. No, she's kind of like, hey, do you want to know the weirdest thing? The concierge, her name is Natalie Bishop, like your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Whoa. And she says it, and she's like, oh, yeah, it's so weird. Like, and then he, he freaks just... out. So it's hitting his face. I don't know why he does that. <laughs> Do I? Um, it's weird. Um, Marissa kind of calms him down. Calms him down. She's like, you know what? Let's just relax. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird, but like whatever. Let's relax. Let's still go. She calls Ryan, mm. and she, my favorite part about the whole conversation is she goes, "You're right. He's freaking out. I'm like, I'm in trouble." Yeah, and um. Uh, they show uh, Anna setting the table, mm. not Seth, and he's like, never fear, Anna's here. And she's like, you noticed. So good. It was really good. Um, and then Ryan's trying to leave, and he's like, he has the car keys. 
And Sandy's like, no, you're not leaving. Like, give me the keys. And he's like, you said if I could come to you, if I came to you, you would help me. Marissa's in trouble. Give me the keys. And he's like, give me the keys. And he's like, I'll drive. Yeah. Um, which he should take an adult. I don't understand why he was trying to go without taking an adult. Yeah. Made no sense. Like, I understand it's like a teenage soap opera thing, but like, it, this is an adult situation. Yeah. Cause she, she says he's got a gun. No, she hasn't said that yet. No. She said that later. Okay, but see, yeah, but, but we're still in a predicament where Ryan knows how unpredictable Oliver is. Yeah, and so he knows why, that he tried to harm himself. So right. why wouldn't he try to harm Marissa? harm Marissa to get whatever he was trying to get? From. It's dumb. Um, but my favorite part about this whole thing is they cut back to Oliver, who confronts Marissa. He's like, "Are you dumb? Of course I'm in love with you. Exactly. Like, how can you not see this?" <laughs> I'm like, damn, like, I agree with Oliver after all this. Right. After the um, four or five episodes of torture, Oliver has finally done what everybody else has refused. Well, Summer did it too, but, you know, yes. Um, and then Sandy and Ryan are in the lobby calling the penthouse. Uh, they realize that answering. is in fact Natalie Bishop as well. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so Everybody's then, finding out Natalie Bishop is just a hotel. Poor Natalie Bishop. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's not a good episode for Natalie Bishop. Um, so then they show Natalie, Sandy, Ryan, and a couple security guards going up. Armed to, security guards. Yeah, by the way. which is four seasons, man. Um, <laughs> for the actual hotel. Seasons. The actual hotel, not landscaping. Um, <laughs> they go to the door and they're knocking. Yeah. And Oliver's like, you know what? Everything's fine. I don't want to open. I just got out of the shower. Yep. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And Ryan's like, no. He starts banging on the door. He's like, Marissa, Marissa, Marissa. She doesn't answer. She doesn't answer. They're about to leave. And Marissa screams, he has a gun. Yo. Um, they immediately go in. Yes. Um, I'm glad Marissa said that. I was... I would never forgive her if she... Oh, just let it go. But to be fair, I'm not going to forgive her in general for this whole thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just want everyone to know that. Um, so Marissa uh, will not be MVP again, got it. Never. Um, Ryan, out of all people, convinces Oliver to put down the gun. He's like, you're I, not going to hurt my feelings. Yeah. You're only going to hurt I said he's, he gave Marissa. him the Sandy speech is basically what I put yeah. down. He kind of tells them, like, you're only going to upset Marissa. You're not going to hurt anybody yeah. else. You're only going to hurt Marissa. And, like, do you really want to do that? Yep. And he puts the gun down. Marissa runs to him. I have, two questions. I have two questions. Where did he get the gun? I understand his family is wealthy, but, like, they live in a hotel. I, his parents are nowhere to be found. I don't even know how Would they leave a kid? Up? Behind, who had tried to kill himself. I don't. But they were like, you know what? He's messed up enough. He needs to go to therapy because back then, therapy wasn't as easily accessible, accessible. and right. like encouraged as it is now. Like exactly. it used to be a heavier thing. I don't get it. Two. What if Ryan hadn't been right and this had just gone on forever? <laughs> like Oliver was a permanent member of the cast. Right. Just. <laughs> Like, he was, just a, he was just like a jerk, like Luke. Like, God. Oh. Um, we transition to Kirsten, who gets off the phone and says to Seth and to Anna, who's Anna. there, that Marissa's okay. Okay, 
I agree with Seth here. I just want to say. I hundred percent. But the I, problem this, with this is like the dominoes of what happened. It's the whole episode. But like, so Seth's immediate reaction is, I have to call Marissa or Summer to let her know yes. about Marissa. And Anna's like, no, like she doesn't even know. And he's like, they're best friends. Like she exactly. needs to know. And Anna's like, you know what? Screw this. Like I'm out. Peace out. Like. I'm done. Breaking up with you. I'm done. Um, I just, like, I totally get it. But, like, in this exact instance, he's actually correct. 100%. It's her best friend. You know what I mean? Like, And, like, there was a gun. Like, it's not, like... <laughs> exactly. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> I just... I don't know. I think, like, if there's a gun at stake, you can forgive this little... I don't <laughs> know. Little it's very bizarre. But she breaks um, up with him. And then Seth is waiting in the pool house when Ryan gets back. Reading his comic. I love that he has this whole cute, like, the comic is us. And then he's like, hey, I know that you were just, like, in a room with a gun. But um, do you want to talk about how Anna (laughs) broke up with me? (laughs) Because he's Seth. He has to talk about himself. He says, says, uh, says, I'd love to hear about your night. But wait, since I know, (laughs) let me tell you what happened to me. (laughs) so funny. It's so funny. It's oh so my sad. god, I I died laughing here. It was so good. Um, it's so good. It just you know, and then you know, and then he says he says well he says so Anna broke up with you. He says why do you think Anna broke up with me? <laughs> it's hilarious. Ryan being funny again, as always. Fun fact. Um, the guy that wrote this episode, he wrote a really famous movie. Can you guess? Um, no. Wonder Woman. Did he really? Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, is that the only one you got? Yeah. All right. So the guy that directed this episode, Rodman Fletcher, who's been a bunch of TV credits to his name. This is from our buddy Jeremy. Um, has a huge OC connection in season four, but directed Idle Hands. He also directed an episode of Dawson's Creek. And Taylor Handy uh Handley is in an episode a couple episodes of last season. Um yeah, so that's yeah. There's a lot of Oliver centric episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, bum. Yeah, thank you, Jeremy, as always, for listening and providing us a nice little extra fun fact. MVP. I mean, obviously Ryan. Yeah, it, you can't really pick anybody. Yeah, like this is. I don't think he handled anything the right way, no, but that but... doesn't mean I don't think he was the best. Like, come on. No one else did anything in this episode. Seth's speech, or the, the the Sandy speech, was the best part, right? You yeah. Know what I mean, like, and you could see Sandy watching, knowing like this is my power over yeah, this guy. I did like that. Great. That's you know what I it mean. That's that, that's my boy moment right there. Yeah. So, as always, thank you so much for listening to the episode. I can't wait till we listen or to watch next week's episode. I'm very excited um, with the holidays coming up as well. Make sure to follow Kenzie on Twitter at. Kins Vanunu, give myself a follow at Ricky Blair underscore. Thank you so much for the continued support of the show. We are just amazed by the continued comments and, and support each and every week of the show. So thank you so much for listening. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later.